0: There are no such things as limits or obstacles, only opportunities. Step into the greatest version of yourself, because what you do matters. Shift your narrative. You're listening to Opportunity Makers, where entrepreneurs come to take their purpose-driven business to the next level. Here's your host, Jim Padilla.
1: Hey, Opportunity Makers, welcome back to another episode of the Opportunity Makers podcast to your home. So we're so glad you found us and that you continue to keep coming back. And uh, I'm your host, Jim Padilla, and I have an incredible uh, interview for you today that I'm going to share with you. And uh, as Opportunity Makers, uh, I really want to keep the constant encouragement in front of you that everything that happens is an opportunity, right? And I'm not one of those people, oh, it happens to you or it happens for you. No, it just happens. But as they happen, your perspective, your belief set, the way you approach everything is gonna determine how you see the activities that happen in your world. And I just wanna encourage you to consistently see them as things you can do something with Everything that happens is an opportunity for you to shine, opportunity for you to take action, make impact, change an opportunity for yourself or somebody else. So always be embracing that. And anytime you're questioning that, come right back here because I will consistently be here feeding you that message um, with myself, with my own message, and with all of the incredible interviews that we're bringing to you. Because everybody who comes here on the Opportunity Maker Podcast that we are interviewing for you is somebody who has achieved high success in business. Uh, Many of them have exited companies, uh, have gone public, uh, have had multi seven and eight figure outcomes. Uh, And so I just, uh, the reason I bring it to you is because I want you to be clear. I want you to see and hear through the lens of people who are getting things done. And I want you to have hope. I want you to be excited so that no matter what's going on in the marketplace or in the economy or in the grocery store or in the gas station, that you are the author of your own success, and that everything that happens is going to be because of what you have done, what you have created for yourself and for others, like a good opportunity maker should. So I'm going to introduce you to my friend and colleague, woman who I uh, have a huge amount of respect and love for, and her name is Elizabeth Elizabeth Purvis, (laughs) Uh, and she has a master at offers and uh, she is a massage, a messaging strategy message. Massage that was funny. I'm reading. Um, she is a messaging strategist, business coach, metaphysical healer, teacher to thousands of women's worldwide with her brand, the Seven Figure Goddess, and she's the creator of Feminine Magic, which is something that she is very, very uh, involved in changing the lives of a lot of transformational leaders right now, and you could be one of them. Um, so, uh, founder of and the CEO of Seven Figure Goddess, the premier business mentoring company for magicians, as she uh, likes to term and define herself, uh, for coaches, healers, energy workers, and spiritual teachers, wanting to bring their highest level work to the world by way of high income and a high profit business. Now, that's the formal intro and you might be some of you just depending on where you're coming from i'm a christian right so the moment you hear magic and goddess and all this stuff it can be well come on i don't know please just tune in we're talking about real world real world things here regardless of what you believe she's very intelligent she's also she has a background uh, in in comics she has a background in engineering she's a very unique individual in the blend of all the things that she does. And she really understands business. That's somebody who we did. So we met as as doing business together with her, hiring our company to serve her back in 2015. Crazy, long time ago. Uh, And we have continued an incredible friendship since because she's an amazing human that's doing amazing things for herself and others like a good opportunity maker. So here you go. Enjoy the episode and make sure that you like subscribe, rate and review, give us some love, give us some action, and make sure that you take action uh, on the invitations to meet up and explore Elizabeth's world. We'll see you on the next one. Here we are, and uh, we Yay! just had the formal introduction, everybody, and so mm-hmm. Elizabeth, meet the Opportunity Makers audience, and the Opportunity Makers meet Elizabeth.
2: Yay! <laughs> so That's so great you
1: to You just heard the uh, formal intro, but why don't we just, let's use like the real words intro. Who's Elizabeth? Why are you relevant in this conversation?
2: (laughs) I love it. Well, my goodness, where do I start? So my name is Elizabeth Purvis. I'm the creator, CEO, owner, and now author of Seven Figure Goddess. (laughs) My name of my book is Seven Figure Goddess as well. Um, I have been in the online space for a really long time helping what I call transformational leaders. So coaches, healers, practitioners, consciousness raisers, I sometimes call them magicians, um, make a lot of money, basically. Like that's been the one consistent element, um, by pricing and packaging their services, putting their stuff together in such a way that sells. Now we teach a methodology, um, to help people get out of the marketing grind and, um, sell their stuff a lot more efficiently by really honing in on their offers and messaging. Um, but that's really like at the end of the day, when people ask me, what do you do? It's like, well, I help, transformation, woo-woo types make a lot of money. And people go, oh, that's cool. And I say, yeah, it really, really is. It's really cool.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, AKA, she helps people create a lot of opportunities for other people, right? Exactly. That's that's exactly what this is, which is why Elizabeth is here. Uh, In addition to the fact that she's a very, a a great personal friend, We we have become very close over the course of the last several years. Yeah, and, we really have. Um, you know, she's doing amazing things for amazing people, and uh, you know, it's interesting because obviously, you know, we we came together through our business model, and and but you also have a whole different perspective on sales in general, and it's fascinating to me because there's literally a million different ways to make millions of dollars. I mean, there's there's no one way to do anything.
2: There's wow. no one way. And there's only like the different, again, if we go back to opportunity, I mean, because what we do is we help we help our magicians stay in their lane and do, and like spend most of their time doing the transformation and less time doing marketing and selling. Well, at the same time, and I'm, I'm a marketing nerd and I'm a sales nerd. Like when you and I got together, I was in a place where I needed sales help like yesterday and I was in so much, I will never forget this gym as long as I live, I was in so much pain because I didn't have a sales solution and I didn't have anyone around me that spoke my language around sales. I didn't know anybody who like could really get on my level and you came into my world and I'm like, oh my sweet goodness and gracious. (laughs) (laughs) you know? So I'm a, I'm a nerd for all of it. I love marketing. I love selling. I just, you know, it's a big piece of, to me, they're, they're, they're they're tools of transformation. They're tools of consciousness raising actually. And, um, and yet for most of our clients who do transformational work, they just want to coach and they want to heal and they want to raise consciousness. They want to work their magic. So our in debt, what we endeavor to do is help them create the money and the impact and the opportunities that they want in a way that suits what they want to do. And I always tell people like, there's a zillion ways to scale. Our way isn't better, but it's different. And I saw the, the opportunity to create it because if, you know, when I was back in 2009, the only way to scale was to run a live event. Like that was the only option. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't it doesn't it's not in alignment for me blah 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 you know right so I have a yeah you know, I have a different perspective on it now but to me one of the things that's so exciting is that there are so many options you know and we just went back to live events like we just I was like first live event in 10 years let's do it you know right. but there's yeah. all these different possibilities and ways oh, to man. do it and that's just so cool you know
1: yeah you know, and it's it's understanding one of the things that I've always appreciated about you is you always have a really strong understanding of who you are and what you need now. And yeah. so, like when we first, you know, came together and I can't remember, I guess it was what, 2017, somewhere around there.
2: 2015. 2015. Oh, I remember, dude. Wow. I remember.
1: Okay. Yeah. It's been a while. Um so but, but so at amazing. that time, you you know, you were clear you didn't want to do events. You want you yeah. wanted to not do a bunch of launches, right? You wanted a simple model that was gonna be something that was easy for you to fulfill on and still provided great volume and opportunity for revenue and for the sales team. And so yeah. we did, we were literally just doing like a monthly webinar.
2: Yeah, that's year. what we were doing back then is we were doing a monthly webinar to get hands raised for sales calls and you we were closing them. And then I would occasionally have a bigger program and then we would sit down, you and I would sit down and jam out the positioning and the messaging and the who we wanted and you would just go and do it. <laughs>
1: yeah. That was fun. And but then every, you know then you reached a place, you know, I mean we we worked together a couple of years and made you know made a million dollars and then just decided I'm done. I don't want to do that anymore. And so we, we, you know, we separated from a business relationship because you had just decided you wanted to do things differently. And, and then now watching you come to where you are now, and it's, you know, and it's cool because for me, I mean, the opportunity maker has always been something that's been in my brain. It's something that I see. It's something that I'm very attracted to and aware of. And then it's just now becoming an official brand for us um, in in part in what we're doing. But I think most opportunity makers it's been in their DNA the whole time.
2: Yeah. Right. You're yeah, absolutely. Well, and it's like, you know, it's a, cause when I think about one of your geniuses, aside from really heart centered selling and persuasion, like you have such a beautiful way of approaching sales. And I just remember being blown away by that all the way back then going, okay, I, this guy's on my level, <laughs> right. In terms of how he approaches sales and how he, you know, interacts with people, but you see possibility everywhere. You see possibility everywhere. And I think that there's um, a lot of folks who do that, but it's one of the, one of the things that's one of your strengths is that you've learned how to see that and then act on it and maintain it without getting kind of like the weight of the world all up your nose. Yeah. And that's I, I think a big skill that opportunity makers and possibility seers get to cultivate now because it's really easy to be like to have that expansion followed by the contraction. You whereas, know, it's interesting
1: because if you, you know? if you look at the world through that lens, then literally like all I see is opportunity everywhere. Cindy and I were just talking about today. We have so many opportunities, or our concern at the moment is which ones do we capitalize on? Because we're, you know, we're looking yeah. at acquiring businesses and doing some other things and but there's so many great things. And it's like, well, we can't do them all. But yeah. the but it, when you have that perspective, it literally takes the pressure off of them. Because if I say no to this one, or if I screw up this one, no problem. I got another one coming tomorrow. And so I don't worry about it. And so when you don't worry about it, you can relax mm-hmm. and then just kind of feel into it and just continue to take the opportunities as they come.
2: Mm-hmm. And not sweat which ones you're letting go of or which ones you're yeah. holding on to. Yeah. Yeah. So as you,
1: you know, help people understand, like, I mean, what's, what's, what is your decision-making process as it, you know, when you see that, I mean, you're, you're, you've got the pick of the litter. You can choose any one of 10,000 lead generation strategies, marketing strategies, sales hooks. How do you decide this is the one for me?
2: Yeah, that's a really great question. You know, so one of my favorite questions in the world, like the question that I just, you know, is the, is the creation question is what's the outcome you want to create? And anytime I'm in a spin or a stew, or I'm trying to figure out anything at all. And if you listen to me coach on calls and people are in spinning, I will just immediately go to what's the outcome that we want to create. What's the outcome we want to create. And in a way, that's the most important question, because if we... And you just, you just modeled that beautifully talking about possibility and opportunity. If you're clear on what you want to create, if you're clear on here's where I'm going, here's my outcome, then a lot of the details can be left by the wayside. And you're not, you don't necessarily get caught in the weeds. And then usually that the decision becomes really clear, like the, the actual how becomes really clear as well. So the decision-making process is like, well, what is it I really want? What's the outcome I want to create here? When I decided I wanted to get off the launch train and the marketing train, and as much as I love sales, the sales call train, and I do love sale, like, you know, like I, I'm a coach and great sales is like coaching in not disguise, <laughs> right? you know, but I was like, okay, I need to do something different. It was, I honestly didn't know exactly how it was going to unfold or whatever. All I could do was say, here's out of all the possibilities, right? Because if we, if we want to create something significant, and this has been something for me to really deal with over the past couple of years, because, you know, you've seen me through a lot of pivots. You've seen me through a lot of like doing one thing and receiving one thing from it and then creating in the next thing. And in this current iteration, one of the things I got, I got myself on was, okay, well, what is the outcome I want to create? Like really go deep on. And I had to spend some time with that question, right? Like it's time Elizabeth to build something significant, to create opportunities in a way that like, I can leverage the energy I've used in the past in a way that's really authentic for me. So I went and really thought about that question. Well, what, what is it that, what's the vision that I have? What's the opportunity I want to create for other leaders? What makes the most sense, but it all gets back to, well, what's the outcome? What's the decision? And then once I had that, I was like, I know I want to, I want to build this back up to a million dollar business, but I don't want to do it in the same way. And as soon as I made that, that decision there, that, the opportunities in the how showed up immediately and in a way that was like jaw on the ground. Like I knew it had something to do with offers. So I work with people a lot on their offers and their messaging and how it interfaces, which is just like a hair's breadth away from sales. Like I really learned this from you, how, how to tee up the sale properly and have the whole, you know, um, buyer's journey and everything. And I was like, I know it has to do with offers and I know that I know a lot about offers already, but I don't know what I don't know to take myself to the next level. Okay, universe, show me the guy who knows more about offers than me. Show me the guy who can help me. Three, two, one, here he comes. <laughs> and I find like that's really what, like you know, is my decision making process. Is the same thing when I, when you and I initially got together to do sales. I was like, I need a sales solution. I need require, if I'm going to keep doing this, what is called for is my decision is I'm not going to manage the sales team. Cause that's not my genius, you know, or is not the highest, best use of your time is the way you put it to me in the first conversation that we had. And I was like, yes, you got it. And I said, okay. And I made that decision. And then, and it all gets back to, well, what, what do I, what's the outcome I want to create? I want to be the one leading and facilitating, you know? Right. That's really where it comes so, from. What desire. Now, can- you you just said that, that, that phrase. I want
1: to, I don't want that to get away. Cause we talk about this a lot here and it's not about what you can do. That's right. It's about what outcome you want to create That's exactly- because what you can do means it's limited to your physical capabilities. What outcome you want to create has nothing to do with you it Has everything to do with what you can attract and move into how many people you can put in place, what systems you can put in place, who has to turn the screws, who has to hit the hammer, all of that stuff. And mm-hmm. The people who are winning at this game are the ones who are focusing on delivering an outcome and then figuring out who or what will make it happen.
2: Hundred percent. That was kind of where I was leading. I, I tell our clients all the time: magicians focus on outcome. They are laser focused on what's the outcome, because if we're focused on the outcome versus the how, and I know you know we say this, you hear this a lot in personal development, like let go of the how blah, blah blah blah. But why this is so important, and you just you know, touched on this is because if we focus on the outcome, then we have a zillion possibilities and opportunities on the table. When we're like, it's got to happen this way, or we're focused on what we can do. Like if I was like, well, I'm the one who's going to do all the sales, then all of the possibilities, all of the opportunities, all of the juju gets collapsed into one path. And that's when we start to feel lack. That's when we start to feel constricted. That's when we start to feel rah, 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 whatever. Right. And so it's just so, I mean, that's really what out focusing on the outcome. It opens up the playing field. It's like, oh, because it's already it gives you options. It gives you options. Let you say, okay, it can
1: happen this way or it can happen that way. It can happen in this time frame or that time frame. It can happen in this unit or that. Now, either way, you still have to make decisions, but the, but again, you take the pressure off yourself from worrying about making the wrong ones. Because when when you're when you're creating opportunities, you literally get to make new decisions every day. You so I can make, make a decision, decision today that sucked, and then tomorrow I can make a different decision.
2: Yeah, Louis, there's a there's a Louise Hay quote that speaks to this that I just love. She was like, "If you make the wrong decision, what's the big deal?" make a new decision tomorrow. (laughs) I'm like, yes, that's it. (laughs) You know? And I mean, it's like, as far as like, we're at the place. So we were chatting before you turn on the recording and, and you know, you're, you're always tuned into what I'm, what I'm up to. And I'm like, well, when I'm off, when I'm off camera, I'm usually doing service delivery or I'm training our team or whatever to, to create the outcomes that I want our clients to create or that we want to provide to our clients. And um, we have a goal of helping a 1,000 leaders get to high multi six to seven figures. And we teach people how to do it without webinars, launches, ads, sales teams, any of that, right? And yet, if I want to get to that goal, all the possibilities have to be on the table. So what that's likely going to mean is that I'm not necessarily going to follow my own methodology going from million to multi-millions and helping tons of people. I've got no problem at the right place, space, and time talking about having a sales team again. I got no problem turning on ads again, even though it doesn't even look like how we would, how I would imagine it to look. Does that make sense? It's like, I know our methodology. I know what the methodology I want to get out there. But if I limited myself to that, I would be at a ceiling because our methodology works really well to get people to that high multi-six to seven fig, first, first milli, as I say, which is where most of our people want to hang out. Or right. the empire builders get their offers and then they go work with you or they go like hire right. the ads team and then they they blow up again,
1: right? Well, you know, it's funny because so- uh, we, we, there's a lot of criticism. I think there's, for all the things that go on, I think there's a lot of people who are afraid because they're not getting the success they want. And then they watch everybody else and find ways to criticize them. And I, And I think that's, first of all, that's, the exact way to miss out on opportunity 100%
2: so don't
1: spend your time trying to find what everybody's doing wrong just find ways to do what you need to do to serve the people that you serve but you know i we have i got a colleague who is um uh, they're they're teaching organic marketing strategies but they run a facebook ad and the facebook ad says master the art of traffic without paid traffic and people are like oh yeah while well, you're running a facebook ad it's like dude exactly this. And there's, there's something to pursue, like get to the place where it doesn't make sense before you poo poo on it. Don't just go, Oh, that looks stupid and smells from a distance. It's like, you know, nothing. Cause you're over here struggling, trying to figure it out. Cause if you weren't, if you're were actually winning at what you're doing, you wouldn't have time to criticize somebody else's ad. You'd be busy building your own business.
2: <laughs> totally. And the thing is, is like, we can't get, it's very easy to get rigid. And it'd be very easy for me to be like, and, and I really, part of the reason I'm probably bringing this up is to illustrate the point that we're talking about, about possibilities and opportunities and looking beyond what you think it's supposed to look like, which is the sister of, you know, focusing on the, on the <laughs> outcome, letting go of what, what you think you have to look like? And it's like, if I, and I, but I really struggled with this because, because I, I haven't done a live event in, I hadn't, I hadn't done one in over a decade. And when I first got started, that was the only way to scale. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I don't want to build that kind of train Right. But I'm in a different place now. And if I want to serve the people that we serve to give them the tools, then I've got to be open to a little like busting my own buns a little bit or thinking outside of the box or saying, yeah, you know what, we're just going to turn on the ads and do it, even though we don't teach people how to use ads why because i want more possibilities on the table i want more opportunities on the table i want to serve more clients so they can create more opportunities and that's what you know is the is the is the name of the game and i think that you're speaking to and that again it's one of the things i love about you because you don't you don't have any limit like you know we're not limited by that it's got to be done this way Thinking. So, yeah i thank you i i always
1: I, I, you know we have a Elizabeth and I have a special relationship. I mean, we have we've, we've spent a lot of time over the last several years um just talking about a lot of this stuff <laughs> and and weaving in and out. We used to have a lot of boxer conversation and dialogue back and forth and stuff. Um we don't typically attract newbies. We don't work with a lot of beginners. Ideally we don't serve them. It's just I don't even know how to teach A, B, C, one, two, three anymore. So far out of my vernacular, I just overwhelm people. So I have to work with people <laughs> who know what they're doing and, Yeah. and who have achieved a certain level of success. Um, so most of the people we attract are people who are exponential thinkers, right? If you're looking to make an extra sale or two, I got stuff for you, but um, you're the wrong crowd for me. Yeah. So people here that are... Is, it can still lock you up with fear if you're not sure if you're listening to the media, if you're seeing what's going on, interest rates are going, if you have bought eggs recently, any of that kind of stuff, it makes you go, wow, I got to start contracting. I got to protect, I got to circle the wagons, Mm -hmm. et cetera. And what, you know, what, what is is your advice to share with people right now? Like how, what's, what should they do in lieu of that and Mm -hmm. the best approach to take in the, in the marketplace right now, even if it means creating something new.
2: You know, it's so funny. I was just thinking about this because um, the, you know, you and I hang out with a lot of really expansive people, and yet, really expansive people are human too, and we have our little, like, we have our little mind things that happen. <laughs> I'm, I'm part of this Facebook group with like multi multi million dollar business owners, and the leader of the Facebook group who has scaled many many businesses. He's like, "All right, what's up for everybody?" And everyone's like, "Cash flow," you know. Mm-hmm. And you could hear the undercurrent. So first of all, I mentioned that because if you are, you know, worried about contracting or you're feeling contracted or you're feeling the pinch and all the psychological things that are going on, um, you're not alone, like good company. Right. And what the, the, the way out of that, that I always, that the only way out, not the only way out, but you know what I'm saying? Like the clear path out of that is to put your focus on serving others and to create and for creating value. And to, to find and create that value match, right? How can you, even if it's like on a very small scale. So I was about to write, like, I was about to write an email for our community, you know, who they were out there getting clients and filling their programs and stuff. And it was going to be like, you know, the reasons people are, people still buy, they're buying all day long. You know, this better than anyone like Jim, like people buy, like, that's just what they do. But it's our, if we want to align with the expansion that's already happening, we get to look at where it's happening and choose accordingly. So people are still, you know, like for our clients, people are still buying plenty of transformation, but they might need to change their messaging a little bit. The symptoms might be different. The way they talk about it might be a little bit different. So if we are always looking for, how can I, and how do I, how, cause the abundance is always there. Abundance just is right. There's that's like the first law of life is more life, more life, more expansion. So if we're coming from this place of this already exists, it's already here. Then we can train our brain to go, all right, how can I add value? How can I tap into what's already there? And it might look a little bit different. Than it looks before, and then also just get into action. There's really if you're if you are thinking, how can I add value? How can I create more surplus for everyone around me? However that looks, right? And then you actually take action on that. It's really hard. Like you'll you're gonna get that back. You're gonna get that. You you, the 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 field right. The universe can't do anything but give that back to you when you do that. Right. So, you know, it's answer, but yes. Yeah,
1: no, <laughs> I, I love sense? it. It's, it's, you know, be in action. Just do something and you'll be found. You know, is you'll find out that you're doing the wrong thing or you're you know, everything's about feedback, right? You're right. doing the right thing or you're doing the wrong thing based on what the response on the action you took. And just take action and measure the feedback. Take action, measure the feedback. And then you'll right. say, oh, that was good. Maybe I should turn left this time instead of right. But you can't do that while you're sitting around worried about what's going to happen if you turn left or right.
2: No. And you can't vote. You have to, again, you have to focus on the outcome. If you want to make someone sitting here, you know, who's still in a job, if you want to make a million, if you just decided, you got sort of a wild hair up your bum bum. And you're like, all right, I'm going to make a million in the next two years. Guess what? The way to do that is everywhere. Yes. There are so many people who have figured that out. There's, you could just like listen to really smart YouTubers to get the initial how (laughs) and go start moving, you know? Like the Totally. Way- you you, yeah, was- you got
1: to open your mind. I, I think everybody here thinks we all have the creativity inside. We just get locked up. If you're locked up with fear and worried about what's happening, worried about what the Dow is doing as it drops, worried about what gas prices are doing as it increases, worried about what the hell Washington is doing because none of us know. And-
2: <laughs> none of us know. That's
1: right. <laughs> right. So then if, if that's what's occupying your brain space, then opportunities will not flourish. But if you're tuning that out and saying, guess what? I'm the solution. I'm the solution. I got the cure for what ails you. Now I got to figure out what ails you. And then I, you know, I just, that's what I do. I just sit and I go, wow, there's the solution. I'm driving down the street the other day and I see a pickup truck full of wood. I'm like, and somebody was asking me, you know, I, I'm getting these interviews all the time. Right. And like, well, what would you do if you had to start over today? I might just go up to the foothills up here, get a truck cut down, 10 trees or pick, you know, cut up 10 trees and get a bunch of cords of wood and go sell wood to people who need fireplace stuff, right? Or or how I saw a, a, uh, a, uh, whatchamacallit, a street washer, a a power cleaner, right? Go get a power washer, 500 bucks whatever. And pre-sell it. You don't even have to have the money to get it. Go find five people (laughs) who want their driveways power washed, prepay it, go buy or rent one, and then go power wash their deals. And then just go around the street and find all of a sudden you can buy another unit and have somebody else doing it. Pretty soon you have operators in place, right? It's everything is that simple.
2: It It really is that simple. How can I be of service? What? Where do I see myself? I love. I love, and this is this is so very you too. Like you're the solution. I don't even know what I'm the solution to, but I'm the solution. Yeah, and you're exactly. right. You are. Every single person listening to this is the solution to something. You know. And the thing is, is that the solution that you're the the problem that you're the solution to already exists, and people already want what you have. Like that. Just is again. It's how the universe operates. It's universal law 101 right? And So if we know that, then it kind of, and we really take that on. And that's of course the discipline is the the mental, is the mental um, practice of it. Then, well, then all of a sudden there are no limits. All of a sudden, then opportunity is everywhere. And of course we know, like we can look at history. I, I mean, you and I have been in business through a couple of recessions now. I started my business in 2007. And I did PLF, I'll never forget this, product launch formula in 2008. And my cart opened, it opened. I was t- I was talking to astrologers and metaphysical practitioners, teach them how to grow their business. My cart opened the day the New York Times announced the economy had collapsed. The day, the day in 2008. And I was sitting here because I'd just done all this content. I didn't know what the fudgenators I was doing. It was kind of a craziness, right? I still made $5,000 right. in the next week I made $5,000 in 2008 money after on the front page of the New York times, we'd all discovered that things were in the pooper. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that there was something about that, that really stuck with me. And we've all heard the stories, right. About how much money gets made in downturns and stuff. It gets made because people still, step up and and decide that they're the solution and cool. then say, I'm going to live into that. I'm going to be the solution and, and if you,
1: you guys just got to be opportunity i I know I say this all the time and if you listen to this podcast you hear the word opportunity all the time because it's just but it's part it's just part of my DNA and my language um if you seek it and you just allow if you believe that that's true, that is exactly what will happen for you right and you don't have to be a Goddess to make that happen. No. Right. You just got to be regular Joe or Jane or whoever. You just mm-hmm. have to believe it. You just have to be aware that it's there. And then you have to be able to just have the confidence to say, how can I solve this? And how can I serve you? And then just do it. People want their problem solved and they, they want do. to pay for it to be solved.
2: You know, this just leads right into a little thought experiment that I've been, well, maybe that's not the right word, but it's something I've really been sitting with lately. Right. Cause we all, and I'll be really clear, I, I mean, I hit against my stuff all the time. I bump up against my like, Oh, can I really do this kind of things? Especially when we're in massive expansion. Like that's, it's natural. It's how we're wired. Right. Right. And somewhere along the line, someone was like, you know what? Doubt, no upside, <laughs> zero upside to fear and doubt. And I was like, whoa, wait, I got to like, just take that in for a minute. And I had a conversation with my husband about it. And if you think about, but I, I've got to say like, after really rolling it through, I would have to agree. Like there's a tiny little bit of like, okay, woolly mammoth at the door, nervous system motivates you to do something right. Other than that, which is really not what any of us are dealing with most of the time. Right. Like there's no, there's no upside. There's no upside to doubting yourself. There's no upside to engaging with fear. Obviously you're not like, I'm going to stuff it down and pretend it doesn't exist. Of course, you're like, get in the car. We're in the car together. Here we go. But there's no upside to giving your energy to that aside from just kind of feeling the feels and letting them go. And I'm just curious what your what this works for you, you know? Cause I, yeah. well, really you're speaking answer.
1: right to the core of what, we, who we are. Cause as you know, Cindy and I, I mean, our, our core values in our life, as well as in our business um are consistent and we live them out and we don't just, they're not on, on a piece of paper. We literally live them and talk about them daily. And one of the, our, our core values are results, partnership, optimism, flexibility, uh, and part and, um and ownership and optimism and flexibility go hand in hand. But th- well, here's the, here's how I define optimism is yeah. The ability to see the opportunity in every single thing, meaning the worst thing can hit you in the face. And the only thing you can experience is gratitude, right? Like if the dog shits on your rug, the first thing you should be thinking is, damn, I've been wanting a new rug, right? Not, oh, bad Fido, right? It should be new rug. Yeah, cool. <laughs> right. And so, but, and it's not a thing. It's not a fake it till you make it. It's just an honest, true belief system. Yeah. Yeah that everything is, and, and this is, you know, I, I remember having this conversation with Sandra Yancey uh, years ago and mm-hmm. she was like, well, things don't happen to you. They happen for you. And I they said, no, I think things just happen. And then it's up to you what that, what happens, what what you do with it. Yeah. Because if I, either way, you're already controlling the frame. I don't have, there is no, There things happen. And then I move through life through these things that happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And totally. so, you know, um, you know, here's an example. I was talking with a client yesterday and they're, we're literally having to shift because they have a premium offer and there's a lot of clients who need what they have. And they've got a pipeline of people who've been like, yeah, we're going to work with you later. And then now they're like, we can't work with you right now because budgets are tight. We, things are weird. So now they're freaking out. I'm like, okay, but you're missing the other half of the equation because there's half of people who are saying, I can no longer work with you. But there's another half of people who were going to work with you next year who need to work with you now. Right? So it's like your job is to find the people who had a future problem that is a now problem because of what the economy's done. Just find them. There's just as many of them as the people who no longer want to solve the problem. Yeah. It's just up to you to go to know what you're looking for. I'm not going to find the people if all I'm looking for. If I if I'm focused on the people who don't want it, I'm not going to find the people who want it.
2: <laughs> How simple is that? Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You and I could have a four beer conversation just about that right there.
1: <laughs> it's crazy. So yeah. on that, let's, let's talk a little bit more let's, let's about your, you know, the, the offer strategy and structure, the things you're launching right now, what are you, yeah. what is it that you, you know, f- through the lens of this, I mean, we're talking about opportunity creation and that's what generates the need for offers, right? Opportunities. Yeah. So without yeah. them, people don't need to buy anything. So yeah. how, how are you bringing that forth? In yeah. in your, your world right now,
2: yeah. so we we believe, like I so, I believe that we're undergoing a huge shift in consciousness, a huge elevation in consciousness. And I know you and I agree with this, and it looks different to different people, but we are being asked to go to a higher level of awareness. And everything you've been talking about is about perception and awareness and the power that we have when we have full capacity over our perception and awareness, because the frame and how we see things is what creates our experience. And I, I believe at the bottom, the end of the day, like that's the essence of magic and magic is about reality creation and opportunity creation and how to like actually create in the world. And that's what lights me up the most. And I believe, you know, again, that, that we're, we're being asked to go to this new level of awareness and consciousness so that we can evolve as a species, basically like at the end of the day. And I know that's really big and like, you know, all the things that's like way outside of the scope of one person (laughs) sitting here. But when I, when I pull back and kind of look at, especially with the time that I've been in the industry, like it's, that's been our conversation and it's happening and it's fascinating to watch all the different things that have unfolded. And a lot of the, you know, the, the, the struggles that we've been in, in the past three years to my lensing is part of this clearing way to elevate consciousness. So for ev- everyone, I believe has got a role in that, right. If they want it, if they want to say yes to the assignment, right. Right. And I, don't, I have a feeling that you probably would not be listening to Jim's podcast on opportunity right now, if you weren't down to say yes to the assignment. And so what we do with our, we, we love, you know, we, we've chosen to work with transformational leaders. We have chosen to work with conscious elevators who do transformational work with folks to clear out inner stuff so that they have more capacity to do all the things. And our program is around helping them price and package and create their offers and messaging so that it's easy for clients to see it and it's easy for them to say yes. And that's really what at the end of the day, what we're, what we're up to, you know, and then on their side, like they get to have a business that's streamlined once they get it all working. Cause it's not magic. It's not fairy dust. Like you got to put in the work to build the system just like anything else, you know? Um, but then they get to have their magic, what they're doing, out in the world, doing its job. You know? so hopefully that makes sense. Angela. So
1: you know, it's interesting because we we're obviously in the offer creation world too, as as a sales Next. organization, and we just did a workshop, a webinar yesterday on um, collaborating with G- Chat GPT to create offers. And so we've, we've created some a prompt formula, right? Nice. Um, but the conversation yesterday was about having a front row seat. To a huge transition in the world. Like we are in the middle of it. This is to me, the Chat GPT inserting itself in the middle of what could become a recession or whatever else, where it's a life-transforming opportunity. And you can run for the hills and hope it bypasses you, or you can sit down, pull up a lawn chair, get your binoculars, see which look and so you said something earlier about being able to see it then you can do something about it and you can't help but see nothing but opportunities everywhere. This is where people make up ground. This is where you gain market share. This is, this is an equalizing force. You know, I'm I'm masterminds with Kevin Harrington and Les Brown. and This is the time where you leapfrog over people, right? I heard somebody talking about this just the other day. I think it was Jeb Blunt, um, but he was saying how, this if you're in, if you're driving a car seventy miles an hour and there's a car sixty eight miles an hour in front of you how long is it going to take you you are an engineer give me a, how long is it going to take you to catch that person right? <laughs> I don't know several hours is all I know but yeah. if that car is parked on the side of the road how long is it going to take you to catch them thirty yeah, seconds not right too and you're boom gone well that's what's happening in the marketplace and if you are seeing the opportunities, and you zero in and you, you put a well-structured offer together that speaks to somebody's compelling desire to solve a problem. Right? You are now putting yourself in a position to zoom by the parked cars, which is all your competitors because they're afraid, they don't want to invest, they don't want to spend money on building a business. They're afraid, they're scared, they're doubtful. They're, you know, there's no upside to this doubt, and this is one of the downsides to it is they're going to watch a whole lot of people passing by. Yeah, right? and then you're they're going to be at your mercy so yeah. you got to lean in and you know yeah. learn, learn, to, learn to responsibly build an offer that attracts the right people and yeah. i'm going to ask you to share what you shared or version of it from the engineering brain instead of the the, the, the goddess brain
2: because yeah so an offer and i am an engineer by the way i yes. i have a masters in computer science of all things and i was i was a systems engineer for 10 years before i quit to be in this space And your offer is the channel by which your value that you create meets the people that you need it at the end of the day. And all of it, in my humble opinion, after doing this for 15 years is psychology, right? So if we know it's about, you know, my mentor, uh, who's a man named Travis Sago, he was like, when we first met, he was like, you're a matchmaker too. And I was like, what are you talking about? Matchmaking. (laughs) He was in the relationship space. He used to do relationship and bring products. <laughs> but that's what offers are. You're over here with your thing. You have created a thing that can help people. You have a, you have something. You have whatever it looks like. It's a product or a service or whatever. In order for it to reach the people that you need to, ha- to to receive it in order to meet your goals and for it to be out in the world doing its work, whatever that looks like, we need to be able to Package it up and position it so that your brain and their brain can come together and go, yes, we're doing this. And that to me is like, oh, right. Because it's a channel. It's a channel. It's a way to create flow and it's a way to create more opportunities. And it's a way to move, you know, your stuff into somebody else's hands.
1: Amen. 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 Um, I think at the end of the day, I mean, it's, it's easy to complicate things. It's so easy to complicate things. I have a master's degree in complication. um, Yes, I do too.
2: (laughs) And we can have a whole conversation. I mean, again, we can have a whole four hour conversation about that. And I am, I believe me, I've got that overactive overthinking brain too.
1: (laughs) So, so if you bottom line this for how can we, how do people need to be thinking about their offers in light of creating opportunities and you're talking to just dumb it down to third grader. Like, well, you, you have one, right?
2: She's, yeah, oh, I do. I've got one. Oh, yeah. So your, not- your offer yeah. in a nutshell, in a sentence is the right solution to the right person at the right time. Period. Full stop. Boom. So, because you're, because pe- we were talking about this, like, and again, this is part of the sales process, blah, blah, blah. People will be at different places in their need, you know, or their desire. They'll be at different places. But if you have the off, if you have the solution to the problem at the right time, people will say yes. Generally, there's other stuff that has to go in there, but not a lot. Like at the end of the day, your offer is the right solution to the right person at the right time. So to create one, if you want to, if you want a little crash course in creating offers and packaging your stuff, it always starts with your, who, who is your person? Who's your person? Who's your who? Who's your who? And then-
1: That's an elizabeth
2: Yeah. Who's your who? And then, because where most people get, and then it's like, well, what's the problems that they have? And this is where people can really get off track because your brain, most of our brains want to think in big abstractions. They need more money. They need more love. They need more health, whatever. And it's this big thing. But offers really sing when you take your- you know, you have your who and you're like, what challenges are they struggling with right now? So back when Jim came into my world, I had, uh, what was it like an 8k program and that wasn't charging enough. (laughs) And I literally, I, I couldn't sell spots because I couldn't make sales. Either I had to make the sales. Or I had to manage someone to make the sales. And there's a reason why I'm telling you this. I'll pop out, point it out here in a second. That was an incredibly painful problem because my cash flow was going in the pooper (laughs) because I couldn't make sales. That is very different than make money now, right? So here comes Jim and Gain the Edge and his team. And he's like, dude, we can totally sell this program backwards and forwards for you. Would you like for us to sell the program so that you can be in your genius? That was your offer. And I was like, for the love of all things, yes. <laughs> right. But this is what I mean by right solution, right person, right time. And if we look at our who, so here I was, I was a seven figure transformational leader with this whole big apparatus and a whole team to support. Blah, 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 blah. I needed consistent sales and someone to do the closing of the consistent sale. When you're thinking about putting your offer together, that's the level of detail that you want to be thinking about. Who's your person and what are the little things that are bothering them on the day-to-day that your magic can solve? So our our magic can solve what cuz what I'm working with right now and what you know Jim saw me just put a bunch of people in a bunch of one on one sessions because you watch my Facebook page. <laughs> As of this, I was thinking to myself, all right, what are our people struggling with right now? What are the top of mind symptoms that I know our thing can help them with? The answer to that was not enough people raising their hands. Not enough people are signing up for my 10K program. I'm hearing this through the grapevine. I was a little suspect. I was like, "Oh, hmm, I wonder if that's it." I threw out because you were talking about testing. I threw a little something out there. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, that I did. I hit on something there, right? But I wasn't even talking about. I wasn't talking about make money now. I wasn't talking about like you know. Do you want? Do you want more clients? It was. Do you want to enroll more people because sales are slowing down? Boom, 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 right? The better that we can get at noticing that. And the the real wild and crazy thing, and I know this is, you know, Jim knows this really well, is that our, our magic can be positioned just slightly differently, just tiny little ways, right? So our, you know, optimize your offer to sell stuff <laughs> can be sold to someone who's like, needs to put more people in their 10K program. Someone who needs more hands raised from their content wants to shorten the sales calls that they're on, right? There's a zillion little ways that our thing can solve their problems. And you can talk about it all these different ways slightly, but it's all the same thing. And what does that create more opportunity? Because now, instead of me going, do you want to make more money? I can help you make more money. And you reach one person I can reach five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten people with a single message. Hopefully, that made sense. And is- yeah,
1: that's a lot. And and you know, you know, to take that out to the next level, it's like to me, that you know, we, we're defining opportunity makers as the person who continues to make, who carries it on to its completion. So you are an opportunity maker when you've created the opportunity for somebody else, who in turn creates an opportunity for somebody else that then completes a cycle and rolls because it needs to be independent of you. Right. So you're you're helping people become self-sufficient in whatever the thing is that you do. Health That's exactly right.
2: Yeah. And the more that you spend time, and this is something I learned years ago from Evan Pagan. He said something like, you want to study your person even more than you study success. Why? Because with offers, which is your vehicle, your solution to the right person at the right time. Yes. And you'll, you'll discover that if you spend a lot of time asking your people, asking yourself, what do my people need? What are they struggling with? What does their day-to-day life look like? How can I help them? How can what I've got serve them? You will, n- you just will, you will not run out of opportunity.
1: <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Amen. So I know we've got uh, some links and uh, some ways for if you guys go to the show notes, there's some new there ways to be able to contact Elizabeth, and I please recommend that you do just get, you know, find a way to get into her world. Um, and you'll appreciate her the same way I do. Mm. And, um, but there's also uh, an an invitation and offer there. So what are they going to get when they go?
2: Yeah. So when you come to our website, we've got a couple of different things. So my website is sevenfiguregoddess.com. And we've got a couple of different ways to connect with us. Um, one of the invitations, if you, if this serves you is our seven figure offer workshop, which is where we walk you through. The basics of creating a very optimized, easy to say yes to offer. So you can start putting more people in your programs. That's one. And then I also wrote a book called Seven Figure Goddess, making the leap from six figures to seven in two years or less. And that we haven't even touched on that, but it's um it's super juicy because it's all the energetics and all of the really the who you be and how you show up to create more opportunities, which then allows you to collapse time in your business. Both, yeah, both those things are on the website and you can, you know, scoot Even into those, our world that way. <laughs>
1: definitely. And they're all in the show notes. So if you're on the treadmill or driving in traffic, don't fret, just go to the show notes, click on it. All the, all the information will be there. And the only thing that I encourage you, if you have been around me any length of time? Check it out, right? It, it will cost you nothing to find out. It could cost you everything not to. So just go check it out. Is there a match? Does it fit? Does it make sense? Get on a phone with somebody or or just explore them and, you know, read the book, read the book. You'll see, you'll learn a lot about people with books. And just as it's a total side note, just prompt you out of my head here. Um, If you have a book, get it in front of people. We, as a company that runs 25,000 sales conversations a year, uh, we got data for all, for everything. Conversions are double from people who read books, not buy books. Buying books means nothing. I got, we all got shelves full of books. Um, People who read your book resonate with you in a way a webinar can never deliver. And because they have bought it, if they read the book, they are bought into your message, bought into who you are. They know you in a way that nobody else does. Those people become buyers. So get your books in front of people and then have a well-crafted mechanism that leads them towards you so that offers can happen after they raise their hand.
2: Yeah. And I just, you know what? That sparks for me. I just want to share because, you know, I I really want to lift people up it's not that hard. None of what we're talking about is is difficult or challenging necessarily. And I don't say that from a place of trying to diminish anybody's experience or anything because we all have the feels, I get the feels every day, things feel hard. And this is a big part of what the book is about, right? Um, but what creates hard is our feeling about it, not the actual, what's actually happened in reality. And if we're listening, and if we're in the inquiry of how can I create more opportunity, and if we're in the inquiry of how can I create more value and how can I get, how can I get my thing into the hands of people that need it? If you really just ask that question and follow where it leads, you're going to get there. You're going to do it, you know? And I just wanted to really offer that to peeps. Right person, right solution, right time.
1: <laughs> Amen. 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 And I, I'm all in alignment with that. I mean we are our mantra around here is have the right conversations with the right people at the right time about the right things. And same concept,
2: right? Basically so, the same deal cuz you're yeah. you're putting offers in front of people 25,000 times a year.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all right. So um hopefully you've had a, a little bit of time here to to fall in love with Elizabeth as I have and Uh, at least be curious to what she's doing. And so check her out, go make sure that you get connected with her. She's a great resource. She's just somebody that you at least want in your world uh, and or be in hers. That way, if the time comes, um, then you can always take advantage of it. So we're not pushing you to go buy anything. I just want you to be connected to incredible people who are changing the world and at scale, who are making opportunities happen for themselves and others, which is what you need to be doing. So thank you, as always, for trusting me and trusting us to be part of your success team. Let's go make some magic happen, create some opportunities, and change some lives.
0: Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Opportunity Makers. If you've heard something that connected with you, please share this episode with a friend or colleague. And don't forget to go to Apple to leave a review. Head on over to gaintheedgenow.com to connect with Jim and his team. And remember, there's no such thing as limits or obstacles, only opportunities.